Cube Gamecast. I'm your host, Chase, and with me is a special guest straight from a random gamer's corner. Hello, everyone. It's me, Alejandro. And yeah, I've been invited by Chase to like um, talk, uh, talk about this game that he will soon announce, so I don't want to take that away from him. But uh, yeah, happy to be here. Really, really excited. And this is just a continuation because I did appear on your show to discuss Saints Row 4. Indeed, and boy, are you lucky to skip uh, get a get out of hell? I was just like, okay, this, this is. A, I mean, I get, I know that they want to do some kind of conclusion, but this was like just desperate. But yeah, holy crap! Like, like anyone wants to complain. Well, today we are talking about Saints Row. It just came out just last month, really, like two weeks from now. Two weeks ago. Two weeks ago. Was it that long? Damn. It's been August 23rd. Oh, shoot. What is, wow. Okay. I don't know why it feels longer than it f- oh, really did. Because you and me both played through this game to about as much as we can at the same time. Yeah, that's fair. I was trying to play as much as I could and like hear your progress. I was like, damn, how's he doing this? <laughs> it was simple. It's called being off for six days off work. What? Well, okay. Mr. Baller here. <laughs> Anyway, so last year this game was announced, which was also 15 years after the very first Saints Row for the 360 was released. It was coming out spring 2022. Then it got delayed. I'm like, oh wow, okay. <laughs> I mean, I was okay with the delay. Have you seen some of the delay before and after pictures? Some of the older photos do look kind of janky. I don't think I've actually seen, like, um, I don't think I actually heard anything about, like, oh, this is getting pushed back, so I guess color me lucky, I, I guess, because I didn't know that um there was a there was a delay and such, but I, all I knew was that, like, once um, Boss Factory was announced, I was like, oh, interesting. It, this came out of nowhere. I'm aware that everyone was suffering with the delays. And just because that this game did come out of delay, I mean, it has been a while, but this is an actual reboot of the entire series. Which makes sense because you go from pretty much a low-level street thug to a boss to an international celebrity like a mobile ad to the eventually becoming the U.S. president to being handpicked as a groom to Satan's daughter Jezebel while you float in space because the Earth blew up. Yeah, we kind of needed a reboot to tone shit back down. Yeah, I missed gangsters. <laughs> We move on to the Boss Factory, which, as you said, came out June, came out of nowhere, and it gave you pretty much free reign to customize any of your player characters that you want to be as. Yeah, then there was like just the strangest things, but I had so much fun with it. I didn't know there was, um, I was looking at the prosthetics, I was like, oh, that's pretty cool, that's inclusive. <laughs> but um, yeah, they failed to mention that some of the stuff is like late game customization, like at least for, like, Bloods Pretend and such. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, but I saw some of the stuff that was, like, cutting edge. I'm like, what is cutting edge? And what, the, what color is this going to be? But still, bringing it back to the prosthetics, I, if I wanted to, I could have my character to be, like, a four, like, a quadriplegic. <laughs> I'm like, how am I supposed to shoot guns and run around with this? That's Saints Row, baby. <laughs> they have the magic <laughs> like that. Uh, but there's some truly crazy customization. I mean, I've seen some weird stuff. I've seen Shaggy, Waluigi, 
Fuck, even Handsome Squidward and Shrek. There you go. I was going to say, like, don't forget the new uh, the new one that you saw, freaking Shrek of all people. I was like, and that was a pretty good looking Shrek. I was like, oh shit, that actually looks a lot like him. Just need, like, the freckles on the head and that's it. <laughs> I mean, if you could just replace the ears with, like, tubes, you'd be, like, golden. Yeah, exactly. I was like, wow. And, yeah, I don't know. People were just making like, their own custom characters. It was, like, saying, like, the ghost of... Wow, that I forget the name. Santo Aliso. Um, I just like their own um, original characters. I was saying, like, this is so cool. Like, the, you can tell, like, the, um, the customization came back strong. It's not like a weakened, not like a weakened form, but like a lesser version of it. Like, a, oh, like this this one, they still put some re- uh, really good care into. I mean, it feels like they brought back the customization from like Saints Row 2 a lot more than like Saints Row 3 and 4. Oh yeah, especially when um you're able to put the undershirt and the overshirt, or at least the coat now they call it, <laughs> and then you got socks. I mean, I I know they got socks returning already, but like it's always important to point out they brought socks back. Yeah, That's a big thing in Saints Row too. <laughs> I did not appreciate the fact that you cannot wear coats and necklaces at the same time. You can't. No, it doesn't work like that. So I can't run around with my topless person wearing a necklace and a coat over it what kind of i thought we had freedom what what is this shit i i haven't personally tried it out but that's some bullshit (laughs) saints row reboot finally released august 23rd 2022 and just leading up to this i've been hearing so much trash like oh my god this game sucks there's so many glitches all these characters suck these people make no sense i'm just like Man, I feel really good about pre-ordering this game on Amazon right now. <laughs> oh, man. I was honestly feeling a lot of self-doubt, but then I just kept thinking to myself, okay, remember, Saints Row, got to expect some uh, uh, bugs. Like, that was the main feature in Saints Row 4. I got to remember that. And I just got to remember that this game has always been funky as hell. It's kind of like thing. I mean, now hate against them, but they don't have a good track record of keeping most of their series alive. Like, look at Red Faction. That I was like, ah, damn. So, I, I still wanted to have hope for this game, and look what happens. It ended up selling very well in the UK. <laughs> right? Like, 2 million units? Or, like, it wasn't the top... It was the top of their weekly chart that week. Yeah. Then you got the haters still saying, like, well, they don't... It was it wasn't releasing against anything big. I was like, you know what? Shut up. I mean, just let let us moment. <laughs> right. I mean, not many games do release against anything very big. I mean, what is God of War coming out with? A couple of more indie games. Uh, God of War is going up against Sonic. That, that's the big um, that's the big <laughs> argument right now on Twitter, as usual. My God. All right. Well, I'm sure God of War will win that war. Yes, it's literally in the name. <laughs> <laughs> We've had many criticisms for this game. They're replacing classic characters like Shandy, Pierce, and Johnny Gat with like uh, what they've been called as Fortnite rejects and TikTok influencers. Yeah, that sounds right. I mean, it has to be the art style. It has to be just the fact that we are looking at more younger crowd for characters. Right. And the, I, I don't know. It's such a strange thing. Like, people forget that Saints Row 1, 
were pretty young still. Like even Shandi from Saints Row Two was like I think like a college student still when like she, you were recruiting her. So I was like, I mean, they're just younger. I mean, I don't know. Maybe it's just like an older person thing. I don't know. For like generations, for centuries now, we've always had like the older people talking shit about the young people. Yeah, that's what it is. That's just a like weird case of older people talking shit about younger characters in games. That's how that's how bad the younger hated. <laughs> oh man. See, this is gonna be us in like twenty years talking shit about oh my god, all these young people in their free time. All these young people with their student loans, how dare they? Back in my day we just pay you have student loans. <laughs> that's just a weird thing about this game though. It's just like so we're going to get into a gang. We're going to form and take over the city all because we have to pay rent and pay off student loans. Sounds about right. I mean, how else? I mean, what other reason we want to start a gang for, per, for a, vendi, a, a vendetta? Nah. Or like uh, to hate against the system? Nah. Nah, 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 nah. Just, just for the student loans, man. And rent. Very, very high rents. Because what was it? In the... When you were like... I wish, by the way, it bothered the hell out of me that I don't wear a mask whatsoever. Especially in the digital age, but oh well, I'm trying to look past it. It's Saints Row. But when they robbed their first store, or at least the, for, the first store we're seeing, they stole like, well, like almost $50,000 or something like that, and they still struggle. I was like, what the hell's going on in that area? I mean, this is supposed to be Santo Aliso. This is like a blend of Las Vegas Phoenix. I don't know how bad rent is in Las Vegas or Phoenix, but damn. I know. <laughs> I'm gonna check it out right now. I, I mean, maybe we just add like maybe a percentage to it since um, I don't know. Like maybe this and this version, like inflation is like crazy high. We look at our gas prices right now. It has to be because in the last two, it was like Steelwater and Steelport, which is pretty much just like a Detroit, Michigan, and Pittsburgh kind of knockoffs. Yeah, around there. Oh, wow. I mean, this is a, oh, a week? Because there's like some things that are like a thousand hundred to five thousand. I was just thinking, okay, do they gotta pay like a thousand or five thousand every day, or what is going on over there? So, oh man, geez. And there's like what? Oh, yeah, four of them. So it makes it more ridiculous. Like, how are they not able to keep up with the rent? All right, we got this nice, spacious four-bedroom apartment, and you got okay. Now we're gonna get into the other stuff. I was like, you got Nina who's like working on cars, so obviously she could, she could afford to, um, you know, put, put some moss on the cars and such. Uh, Eli, he, he got his bow tie collection. That's why he he's, he got spends ninety percent of his income on that. So I mean, he got spend he got like stop it. He got addiction. Ev. Uh, he just knows people, so that's not really helping anyone. Just like a true influencer. <laughs> um, the boss. Kevin. Yeah, Kevin. Wait, what did yeah. I say? No, Kevin is like, he knows how to cook, so he's always bringing in that fresh food. So that's where all his money's coming from. Oh, yeah, that's true. Right, right, right. My bad. My bad, Kevin. Then the boss, well, the pre-boss, you're like just trying to do an honest day of work. By working for like a, a very corrupt looking company, so <laughs> you should at least have something for rent. No, but this is your first. You start the game off with your first day at Marshall, the private defense company. 
And you're just like, you know what? Let's just go Captain's uh, bad guy. It's uh, the new Wally. The new Wally? New Wally. Yeah, I'm pretty sure this guy is just like a Sicario of some sorts. I think so. I wonder if there's going to be some special meaning behind the name, and then it's just like something dumb, like, oh, it just means like a piece of food. Like, what the hell? Oh, man, that's terrible, but... I don't know, I'm just thinking... That could be so much in line with what this game has. Yeah, I mean, let's just look at the waffles he mentioned in the story throughout. We start off, we capture the Nuwali, because Marshall wanted him caught for some reason. We get missed out on this massive bonus because we went off script and just had a good time. Then you're like, well, fuck this shit. I'm going to drive home angry in my beat up truck and screaming at the screen. (laughs) Yeah, my character just said balls for like five minutes straight. Just like the whole cussing line. Like, I mean, I love what the issues. It was hilarious, though, but it was a fun drive back. It shows the Hispanic voice, and holy shit, all the vulgarity they they were saying, like it just adds so much more authenticity to the whole experience for me. I was just like, damn, I don't know what was bothering the voice actor when they were recording, but this sounds very legit. <laughs> <laughs> they they were like, be authentic. I know each voice is different. Yeah, very. Uh, one of the other ones just says like crappy crap multiple times. I was just like, ah, that seems kind of weak, but okay. <laughs> Hey, maybe it was just like a free flow. Hey, you just got mad. Do whatever you want on the mic, kind of thing. I don't know. I think I was just more than something that just crappy crap. But yeah, I think they. Ha- I think I think they allowed the allow these people to have a bit more fun with the lines. Because what is it? Other than just like you know the usual um, cutscenes and the usual varied uh, responses in game uh, in gameplay. During some missions, they will, uh, sometimes the boss would say some random line, and it doesn't have subtitles, meaning that they are they were free to re- add in a reactive line to the current situation. I actually really admired that. That was pretty cool. Yeah, definitely. I appreciate that because it was like, we didn't write this down. It was just more of a in-the-moment kind of thing. Yeah, I... I, I think they had like a lot of fun with the, uh, with the voice actors. I mean, with the... Oh, yeah, the all the voice actors and the lines, like, being said. I just think, like, they gave... It's like, I don't know, it just uh, really reminded me of, like, the past uh, voices. Like, not to say Saints Row 4 was, like, lacking or anything. But yeah. Then we have a zombie voice, or was that 3? I think that's the third one, yeah. I think we had, like, a zombie Lin for, like, 3 and 4. Yeah. Or like 2. zombie Lin, or... I don't know. Because Lin died in the first one, and they brought her character back for, like, the next few... Yeah, holy shit, what a throwback. And then, I, okay, now that speaking of Lynn, what, wow, what a throwback indeed. Uh, because I, I got like a bit, um, I got a bit, I can't talk shit. Um, I got reminded of her due to like Nina, like being a bit serious and also like, I mean, Nina's a lot less serious, but still, you know, still there. But, like yeah. working on the cars and such, and then also working for another gang before like, Actually, like, you know, shown to be working uh, for the Saints. I was thinking, like, that's pretty cool. A little nice throwback. I mean, at this point, all four of your, fr- all three of you, all four of you total are all involved in, like, some way with all three of the main gangs. Because you had Nina working for Los Panteros. You had you working for Marshall. 
Then you had Kevin, who was a part-time Idols DJ, paid nothing in ex- but exposure. Yeah, uh, very strange band of friends, and I was just thinking, strange band of characters to like, you know, decide, you know, what, let's try a criminal enterprise. And I was just like, oh, uh, so it came to this, like, okay. <laughs> and then you have just Eli. He's just like, hi, I'm there, and I'm here to plan stuff out. I'm like, damn it, Eli, what do you even do? I have a whiteboard. I have a plan. I always have a plan. <laughs> I'm like, okay, Eli, just you know, just do your thing and don't learn how to shoot. Yeah. I'm oh man, that was a I know what mission you're talking about. Like I just like having him train and then it's like think, okay, imagine a reticle right in front of you where you're aiming. It's like, come on. <laughs> I mean I, I, I like the little um on the nose humor right there. And just like having him go up against like the wave of uh, marshals coming, I was like, "Okay, this is gonna get real interesting." Like some real on on hands training. He wasn't doing bad, so I was like, "Okay, good, good." Like, you, so you're in the gang now, so you you seriously have to learn how to uh, shoot at least. Yeah, well, let's talk about these gangs for a bit because we had like three major. Well, the game calls them gangs, but let's be real: two of them are, one of them's like a real gang. Right. We had one. Los Panteros. All right. Mm-hmm. That's like we work out, we go to the gym, build up muscle and work on cars. It's like Fast and Furious. It's like I it's like remind me of the West Side Rollers and uh Los Car wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm gonna make the same mistake. And Los Carnales being uh mixed together. Holy shit, I can't believe I was about to continue the the old joke uh, Los. Wow, that I'm I'm ashamed of myself as a Hispanic. <laughs> They are led by the biggest, buffest monster truck driver, Sergio. I'm like, I'm pretty sure Sergio in game is like ten feet tall. It is weirdly tall. Yeah, I was just thinking, okay, this the fight against him is going to be intense. Ah, uh... <laughs> not intense at all. He just gets killed in the cutscene. I'm just like, why would you do this to us? Exactly. I was just thinking, like, damn, they built it. Wait, are we going spoilers or like not too much, or how, how do you want to do? Or we're just spoilers for everything. Okay, fuck it. Then, yeah, like you built up this whole uh, very clim- uh, very dramatic scene with Nina, like seeing her car get destroyed, especially when you know it was very precious to her. And I was thinking, holy crap! Like she um, she drove her mom around. Was like uh, she she was like uh, suffering from cancer, and like also like going to, coming to America. I was just like. Damn, this is a very deep, uh, pretty good storytelling right here. Like, I was actually impressed and surprised. Then when they got uh, Nawali freaking killing off Sergio, I was like, the fuck is this? Like, just took an emotional moment. Such a, It could have been a very great dramatic moment to um, take it away from either the boss or Nina. Like, you could have had her, like, take out um, Sergio in some way once... Um, once she saw an opportunity to, like, I don't know, freaking drive over the train and freaking, like, take him down. Yeah. But, yeah, it would have been, like, this huge emotional moment to have Nina take down Sergio, but no. That didn't happen. Freaking sad. Hey, speaking of weird moments, like, other than, like, oh, yeah, Nawali, the guy who has no connection to Sergio being the one to kill off Sergio. Can we just talk about how, like, that trailer, I mean, that trailer boss, you know, ah. Uh, not the trailer boss, but when you're like uh, chasing after the freight of convoy of trailers and such, 
of Marshall, uh, well, not Marshall, of like just like the random gang. I think Panteros. Yeah, Panteros. When you had to like fight off the uh, the new mini boss, like they kind of like show off for the yeah. tougher enemy. Uh, like, I mean, I get, um, I know like they, it's not bad to like use, uh, reuse the same character model, but when you're going up against that guy like, multiple times after we saw him multiple times in the cutscene, yeah. It's just very glaring. I'm just thinking, okay, come on. Is you could use it at least use a different model, at least for this boss fight, or else it was just gonna get very noticeable. Yeah, I mean, you could have had like rotating tattoos, you could have changing skin colors and hairstyles, but no static. Oh my god, yeah, Dude, I miss Saints Row 2's, I think Saints Row 1's as well, but I miss Saints Row 2's uh customization for um NPCs because. They actually let them be randomized. Nothing, uh, nobody was like real, truly the same that much. And I was just, I always loved that part of the, um, I always loved that intricacy of that game. Like, it just made the game feel more lived in. So we move on from Panteros to Marshall. <laughs> the oh, private boy. military advanced weaponry. If there was like a final boss for the three gangs, this would be them. Because they will kill you faster than you could say no. Please don't. Yeah, and... Can we just, I like how they just gloss over how they have very advanced um, specialists. Like, freaking Marshall that could apparently make decoys of himself. I'm just like, what the hell is this shit? Like, did I just got... I'll do equal game? damage to you. Yeah, and then... Oh my god, I, I was just, like, very surprised by that moment. I was like, okay, we're... Uh, this is the new type of enemy right now. I was like, so what the hell? Like, we're not gonna... We're just gonna gloss over how... These guys were able to like create like perfect uh copies unless you shoot them and i don't know it's just like thinking, wait and they're a mercenary group so i'm just thinking what the hell the army are not gonna like have problems with that like saying like hey yo uh, give us all the technology like that's crazy yeah it's like we have our own private army we have our own private prison called frontier it's just how much freedom does marshall have that they have their own Cowboy boot shaped building. Uh, that boot was, I mean, saying the boot uh, building was crazy. And then, like, just the uh, Atticus himself, just remind, I think a lot of people already got the resemblance, like Doug Dimodome <laughs> of Dimsdale. Yes. <laughs> I'm like, all we're missing is that four story tall hat. Oh, God, you know, someone's gonna mod that someday. I, I look forward to seeing that happen. <laughs> Then we just kind of have that third group that was just the, the idols who were an anarchist commune led by a six-person collective. I'm just like, so these are people wearing neon blue, neon pink, driving around in dune buggies and shooting what? Killing stuff, robbing stuff, blowing up random buildings. Don't forget, they are very anti- uh, oh shit! What the hell is it called? Anti-capitalist. Yes, they're very anti-capitalist. Yet they have a yacht. They have oh, like a very, they have like very expensive shit, and I'm just, and they're like still like um, in the word of uh anarchy or anti-capitalist. I'm just thinking like, boy, shut the hell up! Your your speeches make no sense, and I, I'm hoping that was the point that they were a joke that. They were definitely not to be taken seriously, that they were hypocrites in a big way. Yeah, it's like, oh, hey, we have all this fancy stuff, but 
we're just going to ruin it too. We're just going to spray paint everything. We're just going to be like, haha, that's covered in like blue and red paint. Or all our members are going to have these giant LED helmets. <laughs> oh my I'm God. like, I'm like, how much money do these LED helmets cost? And how do you have one for everyone? How dare you take selfies during a fight? You'd not take us seriously. <laughs> yeah, that was strange because early on you're like, we're going to take a selfie. And then look, more people show. I'm like, damn it. They just uh, did like a live feed on where they're at and more people are coming. Just live streamed on deaf. That's what they did. <laughs> <laughs> so slowly but surely you do take out all these gangs. You take them out like by Panteros, Idols, then Marshall. But the whole storyline is... uh pretty straightforward it's linear it's not like the other older games where you can pick and choose on where you want to go first or last and i think that's just kind of just took out more of the open world aspects of the earlier games to this one because everything just feels way too linear yeah and that feels i don't know it just feels illegal for a science Row game like um like i think i believe i told you that when i when finally reaching the ending i was just like wait that was it no this could have went on a bit further, but no, like everything was so linear and straightforward. And I was like, okay, that's it. Like, that's the end of the story. Like, you did it. Great job. I'm just like, what? I mean, no, I mean, not like you're saying, like, oh, that's terrible. But it's like, I just want a little more. Just want a little more of everything. I mean, yeah, maybe I should have done the side activities first and such, but no, I feel like the story could have been a bit longer, especially when. Didn't really get like, I don't know, at least personally for me, didn't get like uh, satisfying tying off loose ends of like the Panteros, like, I don't know, kicking them while they're down. It's like they lost their just saying, like, oh, you can move on their turf now. I was like, I mean, you sort of could already, just gotta make ventures, but oh well. Yeah. It's like, okay, all their turf will just ventures waiting to happen. I'm like, okay, cool. Yeah, it's like, we defeated these gang's leaders, and they're supposed to be in chaos and running around, and still we just see them under camps, just chilling out, being all normal. I'm just like, I thought we got rid of them. I thought we claimed their turf. Why are they still driving around? How dare you still wear, uh, spread your anarchy message? Or even Dan, like, um, <clears throat> I mean, for Marshall, at least it makes sense. Since the, uh, I forgot the lady's name, but... She stepped up to like take over Atticus' uh, position, but for the other two, it's just it's just like um, how did you how are you guys still like being organized enough to do this without boss? It's like, oh, what's the point then? Yeah, no satisfying map change. I guess that's what I'm saying. Quick question: When you got to around to Atticus Ross and sorry Atticus Marshall, did you kill him or no? Yeah, he was irrelevant, and I feel, I don't know, if they're, ever gonna, if they're gonna do a sequel to this, I mean, if they did bring him back, now I'm just gonna like, oh, shit, I got that shows the right option, at, well, the correct canon option, but, yeah, like, this guy is nothing without his fancy soldiers and shit, like, he's an old man, like, I, I'm not gonna, like, shoot him while he's down, like, I do that on a daily basis without, ha without having to be a boss kind of character. How about you? Have you? Oh, I definitely shot him. <laughs> it was fun. I was just like, you know what? We have the gun. He's right there. Boom. America. <laughs> oh, God. Speaking of America, 
I realized that they sometimes made jokes about like um the older characters saying like ah I I know they spoke about how like oh imagine like becoming president and stuff like that I was like ah if only they knew or when um what was it I think Nino was saying like we're not gonna be fucking sellouts when they're very drunk. I was just thinking, mm, well, yeah. they, no, Saints Row 3, you really sold out. And then, then I just think to my, I just, I thought to myself, because I was looking at the business ventures later on, this, uh, later on the whole venture map. I was like, wait a minute. These fuckers try to pull a fast one. There's Planet Saints right there, right on the, right on the ventures uh, list. So what, oh, yeah. what are they trying to say? Oh, yeah, definitely. Because throughout the course of this game, you start off with some minor criminal ventures, you're like, oh, hey, this guy, Jim Rob, I worked with him in Marshall. He needs help getting his uh, auto parts, auto repair store up and running. So we're going to bring him back uh, random cars. We get like a chop shop, you know? Yeah, I I personally enjoyed those measures because at least it's something easy, nothing too crazy. And I found, I found the freaking um, cart. The little mini cart kind of uh, mission to be the fun- most fun because just just the image of being chased by have you seen that meme where like the little kid like in the little toy cars being chased by dozens of police? That's what yeah. it reminded me of. Like because I was, I was like look at the characters like a little child being chased by a bunch of policemen because he's taking away a cart. I was like this is just fucking amazing. <laughs> hey, I love the fact that that mini go kart came with like kneecapper, so if anyone got too close to you, they just popped their car. That's insane. They just pop their tires. Yeah. And it was still powerful enough to like um side slam a car. So I was like, oh, okay, perfect. The, this car is powerful as hell. Like you're it's you're too little to aim at, but to be aimed at. So and you're still powerful enough to like side slam a car. Like perfect apex uh, beast of a machine. The other one that you start out with was uh, Shady Oaks, the insurance fraud, where you pretty much just play around in traffic. I don't know what tweak they did, but I sucked at this one. I did okay, but oh my god, can we just point out how um, the boss straight up, even though they said, oh, we have great ways to like do fraud now, like we don't rely on throwing ourselves into traffic, and the boss is like, very insistent on throwing themselves in the traffic. So like, no, 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 this will be fun. This will be faster. I'm just like, oh, okay. Like, just like the boss from the old games hated getting hit, but for this one, it seems like no, no, I want to get hit. Like, hit me. Like, let let me use my body for my for more money. I was like, okay. <laughs> yeah, your boss in this game is a little fucking crazy, as usual. But holy shit, like. We got very, very weirdly dark moments, or at least like serious moments when like shooting down the lawyer. Then all of a sudden they're just saying like, "Hey guys, let's go on a murder-free day," and just like, oh, "What is going on? Like, what kind of character are you? Like, stay consistent." But I think that's the point. Like, this new boss is sort of like a cuckoo. I mean, this boss, our new boss, the main player character, they have student loans, but they don't really go to a to a place that really requires it. So I'm just thinking, what kind of college do they go to? Do they go to, like, some kind of murder university? <laughs> Honestly, because I think, I'm not sure if the other three um, 
never um i don't think they ever noticed who they're living with until they saw the murder island um there's going on because once you see the reaction after uh beating uh the murder island thing they were just in stunned shock i was like oh yeah i think you guys barely realize right now how fucked you are if you guys ever made this guy mad and that you've been living with this murder machine for a very long time <laughs> as you go on this murder island this little game show and you literally kill about a hundred or so people who also want to kill you it's great I was like, this, they could have implemented this more. Like, I mean, it was like their own version of uh, Professor Genki's show. But uh, yeah, it was just it was just cool overall. And like, the, it was interesting how they did it. So, and then I was just thinking, like, yeah, there's got to be some sick fucks out there once again to be watching this. And this still being legal, of course. But uh, I, I, I just found it funny. Like, for, uh, I think it was very nice to see, well, not nice, but it was interesting to see. Uh, companions like realize like oh snap we've been living with a psychopath and actually commented on it because like should we be afraid or happy why not both <laughs> know, right i'm afraid this person exists but i'm happy they're on our side oh man <laughs> i just remembered the uh police who when you finally start making a name for yourself in the game they're like we have a new gang coming out we want you to be on the lookout for the purple shirt mafia. <laughs> I was thinking, oh, okay. Like, I love the delivery of that. And I was just thinking, like, who the hell's the, oh, wait, that's us, because we're purple. So. <laughs> <laughs> I love that moment. <laughs> obviously, we cannot get uh, fame that quickly, because we were, like, since we're one, yeah, we were new, but that's, that, uh, I think that uh, gang was established before we came into the picture. At least this one, like, we were just, like, babies new. So I I like that. <laughs> I'm just like, how do they figure this out? Oh, yeah, Mafia is like a group of, or gang. And what do they do? They all wear purple shirts. Motherfucker. <laughs> it's genius how they made it, brought up the name. <laughs> it could be funny if they decide to keep going with it for a while longer, but I was... <laughs> That was, fun. that was a pretty funny moment for me. I mean, they do, I mean, towards the end of the game where you're like, all right, we're going to go after the police chief and take her to tell her to calm down on this shit. Right. And so what do you do? You pretty much just get into a helicopter with a giant-ass magnet, pick up her car, and slam it against buildings. Yeah, I mean, pretty reasonable tactic to uh, negotiate, you know? I mean... If you ever want to negotiate with someone, like you want to buy a new house or buy a new car, just take them while they're in their car, like with a big ass magnet, slam them around a couple of times, and hope for the best that they're not mush inside and that they will finally give you that 20% off deal that you always wanted. It's, mar it's negotiating. I tell you, it works. It just works. This is the only negotiating possible in the world of Saints Row. <laughs> Oh, or like freaking putting that one person uh, in those bi uh, big ass smokestacks. It's like they should be yeah. burnt alive at this point. Like, and then you gotta like hold them there for like a certain amount of time. I was like, oh, come on, we can't be cooking them at this point. Like, they're already cooked enough as it is. That police chief was uh, extra burnt. That's and crisp. So. <laughs> Something. That bacon has been fried. 
Like, I know they said medium rare, but this is ridiculous. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, you start building up your criminal ventures. We had a few good ones, a few questionable ones. Uh, Yeah, we had some questionable ones, but I was questioning the Castle Kraken one until I experienced it more. I was like, you know what? This is perfection. I love this. I love this venture. This is this is amazing, especially when they actually changed some of the animations. Some things like other than like like um, enemies like faking their deaths in a way, and you're like killing them with the uh, safe uh, the safe weapons. Uh, when you're like doing the special uh, the takedown moves on them, that's when it gets like very ridiculous because they got one. Uh, you got one where like they rip out the throat of the enemy, or they rip out the heart. And just like keep uh, keep it in their hand, or you do like the whole barrage of of punches. But it's funny because like all you hear is just like because of the the outfit that you're wearing, and like none none of the punches actually land. It's just the other person like pretending they're getting hit multiple times, and they finally get knocked out. That's just like that's just perfection to me. Wait, before you go much further, Castle Kraken is the. Uh place where Eli introduces your character to a live-action role-play in a, like a Mad Max-style universe. So you go away from killing normal people to fake killing, which is completely reasonable. Yeah, I mean, that sounds pro for you, but... <laughs> this was crazy that uh, apparently the whole town is involved, so... I was just thinking, so wait, there's a whole town? For people who actually like to LARP? I was like, impossible. This has to be the Saints Row universe because LARPing is still like considered one of like the most full on nerdy experience to ever actually play out. But this whole town, like that's dedication. Especially when like you find some uh Eli just tells you, Oh yeah, just shoot that random person right over there. I was like, Wow, okay, so we're doing this and the person actually goes along with it. I was like, Okay, like this is really we're really getting I mean, we're really involved with this kind of thing and and there's this other event. Ah, what was it? No, go on. I, I'll try to remember what I'm trying to think of. Yeah, because you build up Castle Crack and you take down the other three of the fake houses or so. And it all leads up to like this massive battle where you can finally claim the crown from this one dude. Oh my god. That scene was perfection. Like when you took just the whole... Okay, press the right trigger. Press the right trigger to just keep shooting. And he's going like ah, and then like the next shot, ah, and like you, he's squirting ketchup out of his stomach, and then like it the was boss. So ridiculous! The fake death, and your boss is literally just having poses, shooting the random shotgun, nerf gun. <laughs> that scene was amazing, <laughs> and then. Like after you finally sit down, uh, sit down your throne after kicking off the guy, like all of a sudden you're like, hey, uh, the uh, uh, the clerk that was watching this whole thing play out. So, uh, do you want a drink or something? Because <laughs> his throne room was inside a gas station. It was so weird. Oh man, like it makes you, it just lets you know how involved everyone is. Like just like, oh, okay, yeah, we're just. These people want to LARP inside here? All right, go for it. Just just, uh, just know that you got to pay for something, at least. That was amazing. All right. You get to keep the share for your action as well. <laughs> then moving on, we have, like, the uh, Bright Future, the Toxic Waste Disposal one. Oh, my God. 
the bane at first you have to drive slowly to not damage the car but then all hell breaks loose when you get hit and because you have to travel like all the way across the map you're bound to get hit and you have to keep your truck at high speeds otherwise other barrels are going to blow up yep and okay i i got a gripe at this point um in the game and i would just want to call the bullshit okay first off the map sometimes it could get really empty like it, there's like sometimes no civilians and no cars i'm just thinking holy shit i got into silent hill but uh, uh it just like sometimes seems empty and like kind of soulless but i get it because they want to make driving seem easy as hell but at the same time they make very strange uh bumps in the road your car to suddenly spin into the air. I'm just like, what the hell is this? It's in the desert. The freaking desert. No, why? But anyways, uh, trying to stay on point. I had a problem with how all of a sudden, when you're driving your toxic, I mean, your very toxic and volatile truck, all of a sudden the talent is full of life and everyone's an asshole at driving. All of a sudden. And then you're just like praying for your, praying to whatever God you pray to. That's, you're you're not gonna get hit by a random ass car just because all of a sudden the AI thinks, oh yeah, now we should make the uh, now we should make the uh, the map feel more lively. Like wow, I loved the little explanation they had for in game. They're like, yeah, see all this toxic radiation, it makes everyone around you just a little bit more hostile. That's the explanation. I just thought it was just for the the green people, the freaking uh, the radiated people. Like, uh, I I know a couple of people like attack you. I was just thinking, like, if that's the explanation for all the AIs suddenly being uh, being more aggressive, then damn, that's... I'm mad at that. But okay, fine. I'll take the explanation. I I still get the job done with at least four barrels. <laughs> you know what? Here's what I did. I realized that every now and then when I see like a truck of toxic waste driving around, I'll just hijack that truck. I drop it off at the toxic waste disposal place. Boom, it counts towards the venture. I was like, oh, hell yeah, thank God. Didn't take away the icon from the other uh, toxic waste uh, trucks they want you to get? No, I mean, they're still there on my map, but the venture's completed, so I don't care. Fuck it, I'll just do that then. I mean, still get the achievement or whatever completion thing, so I'm just going to do that because I can't take any more. Especially one when it's all the way across the map and in the desert. That means... At some point, even if you're driving on the, in quotes, clear path in the desert, you're still going to bump into something out of nowhere, and now you got to like, go for need for speed throughout the whole damn desert. Yeah, the bright future was a weird thing, but the fact that you can't just hijack any random truck and just take it in, that kind of saves it on my book. Yeah, I... I'll agree with you on that. I, I just gotta use that method instead, because... I don't know, I hate seeing icons on the map, but boy, do I hate feeling pressured to drive a whole damn truck across the map, and I'm, I'm just not... I can't deal with that kind of... You're like, I'm a... I'm supposed to be a gangster. Why the hell am I... Why the hell should I go for this one specific truck when there's, like, one right next to the waste disposal? Yeah. And a few of them are literally just driving, like... Chalupa Cabre, you go in, you take down the food truck's bosses or their uh, guards or whatever people are guarding the food truck. 
and then you drive it back to your food truck station and you kill out more people there all because your people were like okay we'll just flip this around and sell drugs out of this truck now i'm like i wouldn't mind a mini game where you could sell <laughs> loa dust or whatever else outside of a food truck but no this game has a very strict you're only here to drive and you're only here to shoot except you can't do both at the same time oh yeah that's true i feel like they should i feel like they could have like diff- um i stubbed the gameplay right there like there's like so, there's like missed opportunities to me like in this game when uh, oh okay we could do something interesting with this like I don't know. You could do some Breaking Bad bullshit, like Los Pollos Hermanos, with this, uh, with this little uh, venture. But no, it not happened. You're just like more, just more than usual. I mean, the uh, let's pretend thing. I mean, that sounded promising. It was like, oh hey, we're gonna commit heist, and you're gonna drive. And wait, what? Yeah, you're just gonna stay driving. This is Baby Driver, and you're Baby. And I'm just like, no, because the person we talked to, her name is like Joni Utah. It is straight from Point Break. I'm like, all right, cool. We're going to go in, guns ablaze and shoot stuff. Nope. You're just driving. They just didn't want to put, um, they didn't want to put interiors into those buildings. Those slimy bastards. They were just trying to like skip out on the harder work inside the buildings. Please. All these little shops you see, the ones that you have to buy from, they're literally just canopy tents and <laughs> fold-up tables outside buildings. I'm just like, are we this against interiors now? Honestly, I like, in, uh, like yeah, ammunition and such. Like, wait, ammunition? No, that doesn't sound right. Wait, I'm thinking GTA. I think <laughs> friendly fire. Yeah, friendly fire. There we go. Wow. Sorry, Saints Row fans, but. <laughs> like yeah it has interiors then when you when it comes to like buy uh yeah as shay said like buying clothes and such all of a sudden like just like nothing interior like even when it seems like you're in a very pricey area especially like everything's a million dollar store it's still outside i'm just saying like what is this bullshit like come on just you have the technology to do more than this especially when it's like it looks very bad when Saints Row Two is an underground mall to ha- have more extra shops on this map. Like you, ha- you very big missed opportunity for for like more and in- um interior stuff. Yeah, because we only ha- this game was just like, oh hey, we're just gonna do the bare minimum on this map. Like you're gonna, you're only gonna have one crib, you're only gonna have one auto repair shop. And you're only going to have one Planet Saints. Just wow! It gets very glaring when you want to go to those tours. Depending on where you uh, where you place them, it's going to be a very long drive because there's not another one nearby. It' very annoying, very very annoying, especially when you want to customize your cars. Yeah, it's like I have to drive all the way across the map just so I like this one car, and I don't know if I can find it again. Pray that you don't crash hard enough that it's already smoking. It's just like, ah, come on. Like, we, they, it did so many good improvements. Like, you're able to customize yourself anywhere you go. Like, come on. Why not just, I don't know, do like a fast travel for your 
favorite car you're in and just like fast travel to a venture that you want to be at without losing the car. Stuff like that. I feel yeah, like. they have fast travel in this game, but the fast travel just takes you alone. I'm just like, so what do we do when you get there? Oh, just still another car. <laughs> but there's not a car out here in the desert. Where the fuck am I going to get another car now? Uh, shit. Oh. I have horses, so I can't take a horse either. <laughs> oh, hey, here's a beat-up truck. You know you want to drive this instead. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's... So ridiculous, and uh, I just think again, so many missed opportunities for like stuff like that. Like I think like I had enough time considering the delay that I just barely learned today. <laughs> like they had enough time to implement some more stuff like that, like more um, not value of life. Uh, what the hell is it called? Quality of life. Quality of life. Thank you. I don't know what the hell is up with me today with these weird sayings, but yeah, quality of life stuff right there. It, uh, again, I don't know. It, even the traveling mechanic app—it's like that'd be very cool. Like, okay, just the freaking mechanic just drives up to you. You drive next to them. Like, I don't know how it work, but then now you're able to customize your car and buy new uh, stuff. Like, that would be pretty cool. Yeah, that would be cool. I know the uh, in the context, you can get your vehicle delivered to you, but that's that's only your favorite vehicle. Oh, yeah. What what a a downgrade. I feel like I think didn't you uh, get a vehicle delivered of any of your choice from the other older games? Yeah, yeah. Like what happened there? Like I don't know if they want to like keep it realistic, but what's it's Saints Row? What what's realistic about that? <laughs> I'm like, I want to have a nice selection. I don't want my favorite car to be here again. I want to drive something different. You know? Yeah, exactly. You got. Yeah, if I remember correctly, I'm not sure you could do it like through the phone. You have to physically go back to whatever store or, I mean, Jim Rob or to your old, uh, I mean, to your headquarters in order to like select your new favorite. And then that'll be your new car to like be delivered to you. I was like, that's that's a lot of effort for something that could have been easily, well, just easy. I mean, like, I have 40 cars in my garage. Let me the option to pick this one, you know? Exactly. Like, my goodness. Like, that, again, in a time, and they had some of the older games to learn from, so what the hell? It was like a weird, we're going to move one step forward and two steps back, you know? Ugh, too many step, two steps back. Like, ridiculous. Don't get me wrong, I really like the game. This is, again, what the hell? They missed out, they kind of like really missed the mark for some of these things. I mean, some of these criminal ventures are legit fun. You had the big one. That's mayhem. You go around and blow stuff up. That's perfect. Oh, yeah. And you got... You had the... And you had the cutting edge where you drive around, you take pictures, and boom, that gets on your clothes. It was amazing. I especially love the Galaxy one. That just went with everything. Uh, they Again, they had so many... They got they got real potential with mo- a lot of these things. They're just some things they just could have done differently, or at least uh, expand on more. Again, travel mechanic. You can't go wrong with that. There was also the Eureka Bader, <laughs> <laughs> where you tested weapon prototypes straight from Marshall. So you're just like, all right, cool. Here's a Nerf football where you throw it in the enemy. It sticks. It flies them up in the air. 
Then it explodes. It's perfect. That's freaking amazing. I have unfortunately not unlocked the Eureka Bader. I just like barely finished the story like a couple of days ago. So I'm like trying to get, uh, trying to like collect money now to in order to get most of this stuff. Oh, yeah. It's like some of these later game ventures cost money and you don't, and you have to wait and build up and do your side hustles and discoveries and try to figure out what's going on here. But towards the end of the game, it was like, oh, hey, I'm making like 1.5 million every hour. This is perfect. Oh, shit, Mr. Baller here again. <laughs> I'm just, like, I'm just looking at mine. I'm just thinking, you know what? Maybe if I do, um, sweet, I'm, I'm such a poor sweet child. I decided, to, I, I thought, okay, maybe if I sleep a couple of hours with the nap option, I mean, with the nap feature, Maybe then I'll be lucky to collect a lot of money fast. Why was I wrong when my character woke up and only $1,000 have accumulated? I'm just not like, what the hell? Did I go broke again? But then that's when I real I saw the counter go up again. So I'm like, wow. So the nav feature is just only to uh, speed things along with, uh, with the hours. Oh, useless. I mean, the time of day is great because most of the time I felt like you were either driving around in the sunset or at night. That's true. I just, I just like realized that it never feels like you're driving in the day. Like, I don't know. I don't know what's up with my, my game, uh, my playthrough. But it's always nighttime or constantly in the afternoon or evening, right? When things were about to get dark. It's just like, it's like there's no. <laughs> There's no midday sun. It's like, we can't do this. It doesn't look good enough. We have to go either early morning, late evening, night. Or like, you know what? Let's not add a midday uh, look to the game. We, that's not, there's no, gonna be no good pictures that way for people. People don't want that. They need quality pictures. So let's always put the game permanently afternoon or night. Just, why? Just why? It's already bad enough as it is that we only get dust storms and no rain whatsoever. I mean, yeah, it's, it's sort of just like real life with the droughts and stuff, but come on. <laughs> I mean, this is a desert. You get sandstorms instead. That's fine enough, I guess. You can't really see shit with sandstorms either. It's just cloudy sand. Very, very cloudy sand. I was just thinking, I mean, I was like moving around and I'm just thinking, oh, this is sort of following me in a weird way. You think like, okay, get you some barriers and like you should be good, but... Oh, it's just following you consistently until like you go to a different district and all of a sudden it just stops as if it was some kind of wall that just showed up. I was like, oh, that was, that's a very strange experience. Like, okay, that's just real life right there. Go to a different district. That's it. You're fine. Whatever weather um, effect was going on, you will no longer be affected by it. Hmm. I didn't notice that was one. That's crazy. I, I don't know. I just, I just needed to get somewhere. I, I forgot what it was, but I needed to get somewhere the map when i was leaving uh at least the las vegas uh, las vegas look alike that's when like as soon as i crossed the district line all of a sudden like everything just disappeared i was like oh so i'll just keep that for reference now like okay if i'm getting too much of a hassle out of this dust storm i can just leave and boy having a gunfight in a dust storm is just pretty crazy because even with the health bars you can't see the enemies and I knew eventually 
I gotta get rid of those health bars. Those just look disgusting on the screen. Like I, I don't know. I I'm not a big fan of seeing health bars in the Saints Row game once they uh since um I don't know. It's just not like a usual thing to see unless it was a boss. So yeah, yeah. I took that feature off and I was like, all right, cool. Now everyone seems like less of a too video gamey. To like, I know it's a weird thing to say, but it actually feels like more of a game. Of like, okay, you're like doing criminal adventure stuff. I mean, doing lots of criminal shit, and not have to worry about the game seeming like a bit too cartoony. Because like, where is all, all these health bars? Like, come on. I mean, I get it. Like this, this game is like the latest, and it's uh, serious. But I only to admit, I think health bars are not uh, very advanced. Just take those off. Yeah. Plus, headshots should do more damage, and like a quarter of the health. Oh boy, you're speaking facts. I don't bother by it. I just think like, okay, I want to resist lowering the difficulty just to have that realism in in the game. But no, I mean, I just want to play entrepreneurs to make to make sure the game's not too easy. But and it it, it does make you miss the older Saints Row games because even the vehicles have fucking HP. Like, I appreciated those. Health bars on the vehicles. At least then I'd be like, okay, I can take this much more damage. It's so ridiculous. And uh, I this is the, one of the first things I tested out. I said, I I know for people it's probably not gonna be the not something to care about whatsoever. But I tried to shoot at the little mirror and then get sh- uh, shot off. It just the bullet just went straight to the uh, mirror. And I was like, damn. One of my favorite uh, details from Saints Row Two, not in this game. Uh, it's just like ah, whatever, and this doesn't make. I don't think it makes much of a difference of where you shoot the car at, like the gas tank or whatever. If it even has a gas tank, I didn't even check because I was like too busy just driving around. One of the things about Saints Row Two was they had this food fast food chain. All right, ah, uh, yeah, <laughs> Go for it, it was called Freckle Bitches. It was pretty much just like a sluttier version of Wendy's. Okay, I guess she finally grew up. She put on a chef's coat and renamed all her restaurants to FBs. Hmm, Facebook? I'm just like, yeah, I know, I'm seeing that too. I'm just like, no, I have to rethink. Oh, yeah, it's just like a Wendy's. It's just like Freckle Bitches, but, you know, we have to be a bit more, uh, a bit more modern. I hate that change. Like, it, it just felt off to me. Like, I mean, I'm not going to say, like, oh, the game's going so woke, but at the same time, like, Freckle bitches, come on, just change the FBs. That just sounds so weird. Like, Freckle bitches was like an iconic uh, uh, food chain inside the game itself. So, I understand Jim Ross because, well, alternate universe kind of thing, but this, I mean, I, don't I mean, think... that's his legit name. His name's JR. Exactly. So, at least that was reasonable, but Freckle bitches, like, okay, like, I guess like she's turning into a mom or something to now just only be called FBs or something. It's like a weird branding. We went from Mountain Dew to MTN Dew. Uh no, don't ever say that again. <laughs> uh, That's why it feels so off. Like it doesn't sound it doesn't sound right whatsoever. Like going from Burger King to BK. We can go on with this. This it can get really, really weird, like the more we think about all the other uh Oh, but for uh, for KFC, 
you gotta say the the full name instead, like just to like reverse everything that goes on. <laughs> we'll say this: this game storyline shocked me for a bit because in past games we've had people of your crew die. Here, everyone that mattered survived. Yeah, that was very strange. I was thinking, huh, a tragedy? That's that's crazy. That's insane. Like, I was for sure Eli was going to bite the bullet at some point, at many points in the game. He really was the one that you would think, like, okay, you got a shot. This this is going to be the start off for the gang. Nope, he's still alive. Okay, he um he gets punched by Nawali like later on, and then okay, this is the part where uh, Eli bites the bullet, but no, like doesn't happen either. Like I don't know, I just thought like they really wanted to like go with the original Saints Row, to kill off Nina, just because like the whole Lin um archetype. But no, I mean thankfully not her. I mean like it's for Eli, I would understand. Maybe Kevin a little more as well, since it's like saying like. All right, guys, here we are. Like, he even got kidnapped at one point. I was like, I'm like, oh, shit, this yeah. is it. We're going to lose him. But no, he, he's still okay as well. This Snickerdoodle survived. <laughs> nah. Let's be real. Nina is way 100 times better than either Eli or Kevin. Well, Kevin's better than Eli. Oh, yeah. But here. Nina's just like the best character here. Yeah, Nina definitely outshines him the most. She. She got like the most, uh, she has the greatest. I mean, when I say this, like, she really has like a stronger um, character story going on with her. And also just has a really cool personality that, like, just to like go along with the game. Like, I can actually like, believe it. Kevin, he's just kind of ridiculous with his whole um, wanting to cook so badly for everyone, especially with his waffles. Eli, oh boy, he's the weakest of them all, too. Like, See, as a gang member, it's just like, okay, he's the brains of the group. But even then, it still feels off. Yeah. Outside of the criminal ventures, outside of the main story, there are these side hustles, which are just <laughs> a little bit different, all right? Like, the first one you really get to do is called Atcha, where you write bad Yelp reviews at these perfect five-star restaurants just so enemies will come and attack you. I freaking love that. I, I, I love... That's my favorite side hustle. It's my favorite, most favorite one, uh, most of them. Like, you can read all the reviews. Like, I didn't know that. I thought it was a pretty cool detail to like see that all the reviews were different for each rating at every single oh, restaurant yeah. or every single uh, location. I was like, oh my god. I love that little details right there. I was like... Alright, so we reviewed the Marshall Defense Place, and they're like, the radiation here didn't give me superpowers. Two stars. <laughs> like, oh yeah, the the bull machine actually poops. I was like, what? How's that happen? <laughs> <laughs> or like, this Mexican restaurant, all their cilantro tastes like soap. One star. <laughs> just like, just comedy gold right there, like. I they had I I'm pretty sure they had a lot of fun with the, all the reviews and who knows maybe they actually stole some of those reviews from actual people I mean shit that'd be hilarious if they did I mean it makes sense I'm like no one's gonna figure out what cilantro is unless you actually taste it 
or and it's also the, the, the good classic for when you're staying at a hotel why is there a shock outline in my room <laughs> i was like oh shit <laughs> <laughs> i would say atcha is like one of the best ones but one of the things i noticed towards the end of the game though after i finished all the atchas was they all completely disappeared from my map like i had to go back to one i knew was there just to see if it was still there and sure enough yeah it's there just disappeared off my map that's strange I know, I'm glitch. just like, huh. Yeah, that's be a weird glitch, because yeah, I completed all my ashes, and they haven't disappeared, so it's very weird. Another weird of the, uh, I guess when you look at the other side hustles, they're not quite as fun. You had riding shotgun. I mean, sure, that's fun. You get to meet crazier characters, but still, just riding around shooting. Yeah, I mean, that's the old classic for Saints Row, but I was like, ah, eh, could have done a bit more with this. The Wingsuit Saboteur was also really boring. I mean, you just... I couldn't even finish, like, three of those. I'm just like, you know what? I'm done. Just, no, just moving on. Those were extremely boring. Like, I don't know if they were, like, thinking that they were, uh... uh what was that one game? Well, just the guy with the freaking, uh... That wingsuits everywhere while placing explosives and watching things blow up. I felt like they were trying to replicate that game. I'm just thinking, yeah, no, Saboteur, what, what the hell? This seems like a little bit of a copy. I mean, a very poorly made copy of, of that game. So I was just thinking, please don't ever do this this type of hustle again. This is this is boring. Like it, even doing more than three feels like uh, feels like an effort. It's just it feels more like a job than a fun thing to get into. I know. At least we had shoplifting. That was fun for the most part. You go in, you took a magnet to this massive thing and just drive off. I'm like, yeah, that's cool. Exactly. Like, who doesn't love magnets and helicopters? So, well, it's like, it's like simple fun like that. Nothing like too weird, like the saboteur one. It's, again, you're just, oh, you're just like flying up into the air. Go to this building, blow up some satellites, go into the air, and repeat. It's just, just that. Oh, and fun fact: you you gotta like fight off some other enemies while doing so. Really, really adds to the experience. <laughs> At least the repo one, the uh, criminal venture for repo, uh, was yours. At least that one, you could live out your Fast and the Furious number five fantasies by hauling this massive, this massive safe or motor or whatever else have you and just ruin and destroy everything around you oh boy <laughs> I always wanted to be a tow master maybe a very destructive one too just, just wanted that experience in my life I mean at least it's better than GTA 5's towing missions holy shit like yeah. oh god like at least it was e it's easier to tow in this game than GTA 5 cause yeah holy crap I I don't know. The extra, extra realism in that game was just too much, so seeing them trying to do it over here, but at least like a bit more simple, sort of helped a bit. Just sort of helped. Yeah. Oh, we almost forgot about the other major series that this game kind of borrows from, because we talked about Baby Driver, we talked about Fast Five. There's also Cobra Kai in here, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's First Strike Dojo, which is, you know, a fun little nod there. But when your actual logo is a rattlesnake, yeah, 
it's kind of Cobra Kai-ish. Like, you really can't get any more on the nose than that. Like, unless they decide to have a, a snake wearing bandana, then there you go. But <laughs> even then, like, there's no other uh, other property it could be uh, referencing. The final thing you could build here is Saints Tower, all right? It's the most ex- most expensive one. It's $8 million, and it's pretty much this massive middle finger to the rest of the city. Wow. Just, wow. And it's your, literally, it's your second crib, okay? It's like, oh, hey, you could finally uh, go here and access your vehicles. When I saw that on the notes, I was like, that can't be real. Like, I just thought, like, maybe it's a metaphorical middle finger. <laughs> just like, you know. And when I saw the notes, I thought, like, oh, maybe there's, like, a middle finger to the player because of how pricey it is. But now hearing Shay say that, I was like, Oh, yeah, that sounds pretty right for a Saints Row game to just have a big, giant middle finger to the whole city. <laughs> That's amazing. I know there's a lot of glitches being talked about, and I do have a few glitches here that I've written down that I've experienced throughout this entire game. Was it game-breaking? No, but it was funny when you realize what it caused. Oh, yeah, and boy, I get... I, Shay's probably like the luckiest one because I had to experience. I think I only experienced. Uh, I only experienced one crash when I was start, first started playing the game. I was like, "Oh no! Don't tell me this is gonna be the the rest of my experience." But no, thankfully, no. A different game was that experience, but I'm not gonna say which game. But um, when uh, there was this one glitch I had where I was just telling him right now, where you could astral project yourself. What I mean by that is that. When you're attempting to get into a car, all of a sudden your player's char- I mean your your player character again decides to set down the middle of the street. You can drive off, just let you know. You're just not in the car. So you're driving off and you can just do whatever you want. You can even start uh you can even like go you can even go to a mission startup point or stuff like that. Uh just to warn you, unless you can you can start the car uh, you can start the mission while being in your car. Once you get off, you're you're all of a sudden your your spiritual form or some shit flies straight flies all the way back to your player character after you as if you were um uh, you're just done astral projecting, meaning the map trying to catch up with where you're currently at now because it was like oh wait we we didn't know you were gonna come back to this area so fast <laughs> and now everything's blurry around <laughs> you I was just like what the hell and. It can be sort of game breaking because you can't continue the story, especially you gotta drive around companions. So that's how bad that glitch was for me. Damn, that happened more than once. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, twice at least, just twice, thankfully. But still, that was like two times more than I needed to experience. Yeah, there was one time when I hopped into a helicopter and it literally zoomed in to like something far away. I'm just like, <laughs> well, shit, I need to get over there for the mission. So I guess I'm gonna use the mini map and try to figure out where the fuck am I. Mm, and as you said on your notes, like where's the player, uh, where's the character icon on the map? Because I noticed that, and like <clears throat> I thought it was just me, like maybe I was just dumb, but uh, like now that you said it as well, I was like thinking like, okay, so where is our arrow, like on the damn map? Like it bothers me so much to not see it, especially when it's essential turning and such. Because you pull up the main map on the menu. And you're just like, 
All right, uh, where do I want to go? Here, waypoint, just a line is drawn. I'm just like, I guess I'm right there where that line ends. Oh, ah, perfect. This, this explains everything. Oh my god, like, how can you, how can you forget the player character's uh, arrow on the damn map? Like, it makes no sense to me. Even early on, I legit thought I had, like, a dual sense drift because the camera would just tilt up every now and then. I'm just like, this has to be my controller, right? No, it was just a camera in-game early on. Because it was fixed towards the end. But still, I'm just like, shit, do I have to replace this whole controller? What the heck? How crazy. I heard it. I haven't experienced that one, thankfully, but... Jeez, that sounds like a very bad time. And the funnest one, though, the funnest little glitch was uh, putting the off-road tires on any vehicle would cause my character to get temporarily hurt every time they hopped out. <laughs> I can't count how many times, like, getting out of the car, all of a sudden the boss is like, ah, because the freaking door hits them. I'm like, what are, you, what are you crying in pain for? Like, you just got out of the car perfectly fine. And even, even if it's not that the car door hitting them, get out and all of a sudden they fall onto the floor hurt i'm like what the fuck happened oh my god it's like this boss is like very frail when it comes to cars i mean okay so we talked about this world we talked about how stuff happened how empty it could feel how many lack of interiors there are there's actually a lot of world building going on here you know i could definitely agree with that lots lots of world building especially with the actually full fun history uh um I used the wrong word in my mind. But anyways, all the little uh, fun history uh, locations that you can uh, look around in the map and just check out just for like cool little prizes like, you know, getting a new costume or getting a beer outfit because that's just funny. I just find it pretty cool. But I haven't reached the final one, but Chase has. So back to you, man. Nah, man, there's just one that's next to this church in the uh, next to Jim Robs. But it's like... Oh, hey, here we learned about Padre Salazar, a priest and former prize fighting champion. <laughs> and I'm just like, wow. And he's like, complete this location and the next location to receive a special prize. And I'm just like, what is this prize? Turns out, rocket-powered fist. I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm here for it. Let's go. That is so badass. And the fact that I haven't found it yet is ridiculous. But, ah, jealous. Uh, again. It was called the Holy Fists of God. That's just badass. Like, holy shit. Like, and it's just a tour game. Like, like just a little fun history thing. Like, so that's what makes it crazier. Is just that you can get so many cool stuff out of this uh, little side thing where, okay, you know what? You want to learn more about the, You want to learn about this uh, new universe, this new map and such? All right, here you go. Like, I sort of wanted that, like, for Stillwater and such. So to get this and Santo Aliso, I was pretty happy about that because I'm like... A weird lord nerd. So, yeah, I just love it. Plus, they have this challenge where you can just drive around and take snapshots of different landmarks. I'm like, okay, nice. I love that. Especially when you can later on make them as collectibles. I was just thinking, like, yeah. I really need a hedge that weirdly looks like two pigs, I mean, two pigs porking as a, as a little, as a little, I don't know, display in my mansion. Like, do I really want this? Like, why is this a collectible? And then, I mean, that's 
right outside my front door right now. It's perfect. Oh my God. <laughs> you do you. <laughs> Speaking of weird collectibles, like I understand they were trying to like bring back at least a little bit of Central Dirt, the Central the Dirt um, collectibles, the drug palace. But I was thinking, what the hell is leaving all these drug palettes around? There's like 150 of them. I was just thinking, like, this is a bit too much. Like, I understand 50, but 150? Damn. That's what happened on the radio when you had the uh, Jane Valderrama version of this world, Juana Villalobos. I'm pretty sure I butchered that, but she said early on there was a plane crash involving like a drug cartel above your city early in game. So I'm just like, okay, that makes sense. Oh, Jesus. How big was that? Oh, wait, that's a that has to be a uh, sense for the third reference right there. I was about to say the exact exact same line. How huh, Jesus? How big was that plane? <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay, I I get it. I guess it makes sense for this for this universe to do that joke again. Another weird little discovery was these uh, shooting ranges that popped out of nowhere. Those were so random, but so fun. Like weirdly enough, I know. Weirdly enough, I found one in the, uh, just like next. To to a little alien shop and when i finished like shooting up the place i saw like this one little shed i was like oh that's interesting i wonder if i can go in and i could and then when i went inside i saw a little ufo just like just just being inside there i was like what there's ufos here so i was like holy shit this is amazing (laughs) it's like it's these little details that make this game feel much more alive why you have to deal with the bigger stuff too? I uh, again, it's just amazing what this. Um, uh, you again, yeah, I know, I understand people saying like it feels empty, it's blah 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 blah, stuff like that. But then, like, you see all these details. This thing, like, you know, I can see the care in this game. Yeah, they sort of messed up with a lot of shit, but I you can still see the care that went into this game for like the locations and such. And I even told, um, I. I remember also telling Chase about how there's this uh, there's this part of the map where it's just full of abandoned buildings, uh, like abandoned stuff. I was looking for a bear rug. Yes, seriously, I was looking for a bear rug, and it also I I just came across this town where it's a whole shooting a shooting gallery. I was like, oh, snap, this is awesome! And when I completed it, I was able to get like an an old looking revolver, kind of. Uh, Display kind of game. I mean, kind of gun. So I was like, you know what? This game is awesome. I, I was like, this, this is such a cool way to like uh, get you some uh, more collectibles when you're able to do stuff like that, like the shooting gallery or the history uh, learning. It's like this game has everything you need for it to be fun if you don't mind a few of the uh, more glaring issues. Right. And. Boy, I just really hope the updates really fix those glaring issues just so like this game could like really shine more with the good stuff. And again, just fill out the map a bit more with more civilians. Like it just feels weird. I get it, it's a desert, but it just feels weird weirdly lonely. Like not see a map full of like civilians passing through. Yeah. But I will say that you have open Areas that are just ready for any kind of DLC in the future. And I'm just like, I'm going to keep an eye out just to see what happens next. All right. 
Same here, definitely. I but I didn't notice the detail, but I but the, um looking at the uh looking the map earlier before we discussed, I was just thinking, wow, yeah, there seems to be some areas that seem like they can go on forever. Then Shay said, uh, hoping that like there there are some roads that led it seemed like they led to like different places. I was just thinking, I really hope those are like DLC kind of things because that could be some really cool um potential areas to explore, especially when they could add more to the game. And I really hope they don't do like uh, I just hope they're like extra stories, not oh yeah, that's the true ending of this game. No, I don't want that. I don't want really don't want what happened with like Dead Rising or. Fallout 3, just just name a few games where they had their DLC be the actual ending. That I don't want that kind of experience since bro. But as of right now, I recommend this game to anyone who's interested in this kind of world. Same here. I you're looking for dumb fun and a game that could surprise you that despite glitches, surprise you with some uh some nice intricate details or uh, just like surprising fun moments where you think you didn't think you would enjoy it, especially when again the characters. I feel like they were, were I think they were nicely written, but holy shit, they could have like added some more spice to Kevin and Eli. As again, I get like what they're trying to go for, like what kind of uh, friend group they are, but again, hopefully they kind of like mature up a bit more. Where like okay, we're taking this kind of uh, criminal stuff seriously, but anyways. I feel that you could really enjoy this. You want to get it on sale? I, I, um, you know, I don't blame you. As a, because as, as a current, uh, the, with the current state of things, it's not. I don't think it's really worthy the sixty dollar price thing. But since they're already putting out uh, that, okay, we're here, you guys. We're gonna add more updates to this thing. We're gonna try to fix a lot of the issues. That's great. So if you feel more secure to get the game when it, when those uh, fixes come in. And go for it. I I recommend this game, and I I don't think this this is a bad Saints Row game. Like honestly, it's way better than God of Hell, and it feels like a true. Uh, it kind of like feels like a turn in some way to two and three, slightly more, slightly leaning more towards three in some areas, and slightly leaning more to two in some other areas. Yeah, definitely. This game was a nice return to form after all the craziness we had of like God of Hell and Agents of Mayhem and all that. <laughs> But still, it's a nice return to pace. I mean, I would want to see a sequel to this game. Totally agree. It, I feel it needs a sequel because I think I think this is a good way to start. Like at least as a baby game. Like now, starting out, like okay, they're trying to like figure some things out. Now for like a sequel, I think it'll be really great, especially when they at least put down a layout of like okay, we got the characters like up to this point in their growth now. So now we got the map. Like now, if we got a map, here we can see people reacting to how much they enjoy the map or not. We can work from there. So I feel this could be a great start, at least for like a return to like a more like boost to ground kind of Saints Row. Like even even when they brought in the VTOL, VTOL or you know the advanced uh, jet yeah. and the and the advanced motorbike um, thing or hoverbike thing. I didn't think it was like too over the top. I feel like okay, yeah, like it makes sense. Like, oh, sort of makes sense. A mercenary group to like have some advanced technology, but it's not over the top where you're fl- uh, flying into space or some shit like that. So, I feel like this yeah. this is really good to like 
keep things grounded in a way where it's not, ironically enough, over the top. Yeah, definitely. It's like, it's semi-grounded, but all the wacky elements are still there. Thank goodness, because that's definitely something that I didn't want to be lost from the Saints Row uh, Saints Row series, especially since, like, they said, like, oh, okay, we're going to tone back some things. It's like, wait, what are you toning back? Oh, I realized, like, it was part of, like, uh, more offensive stuff, but I'm saying, like, eh, I mean, it makes sense for a Saints Row game to be, like, have some offensive stuff, but just when people were, like, crying about the, well, I don't want to say crying because it sounds um, mean, but, like, just, like, uh, complaining about the Dildo Bat not being back, Dildo Bat not being back, and other stuff, I was just thinking, you know what, like, maybe it will be a Saints Row 2 thing, or whatever, like, for the time being, we'll... I have the world feel like a bit more matured up when like FB is more like, oh, you know what? Fuck this. We're going to turn back to Freckle Bitches because this is a weird thing. It's like, um, it's like when Wendy, okay, this is very weird for me to say, but it's like when Wendy's had like that skinnier lady be like shown as, <laughs> shown as Wendy's a lot until they had the actual Wendy's show up in the commercials. It's like, wait, that's yeah. how she looks? So, <laughs> I was just like thinking, like maybe this is like the this is like the FB's version, or they're just like showing off, like oh yeah, this is like the more PG friendly uh, FB's, and then the next series they're saying like you know what, fuck that, we need our old uh, we need our old mascot, which is not mascot, but you know what I'm saying, uh, we need our yeah. our actual person back. So maybe it's a case of that. Who knows? Yeah, this I can see that. But I think that's pretty much where we can end it off here for Saints Row. Now, why don't you tell these dozen listeners where they can find you, your show, and what you do? I'm pretty sure I have more than a dozen listeners. But, um, yes, um, my name is Alejandro, and I, I have a podcast, A Random Gamer's Corner. And I forgot all the stuff that we could find ourselves on. But, hold on, let me get my notes, because that's where I usually have them on. But... You can usually find us on um, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, um, Anchor, if you still use Anchor, just any of the usual podcast platforms. And our Twitter is uh, at a random gamers co. Just think a random gamers corner, but without the earner, because, you know, Twitter limits is very strange to say. (laughs) And we also have an Instagram, but yeah, and yeah, I'm pretty sure. Uh, Chase will put in like uh, the socials and such. But yeah, uh, we just talk, uh, Random Gamers Corner, if you can't tell from the name, we talk about games, but we also talk sometimes talk about movies, anime, and shows. And holy shit, we did the Resident Evil show recently, and that was a disaster with just watching that overall. But yeah, thank you for having me on the show. It was great to like record with you again and let's talk about this game that thankfully. Isn't uh, a clusterfuck. It's more of a game that say like, ah, okay, we kind of messed up on the railroad, but you can still get to the destination. Yeah. As for me, you could know where I'm at. You can find us on all the social medias, mostly Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and I guess next time we just keep having fun. Oh yeah. Oh god. I realized something. Do you remember all the hells? Yeah. Running the freaking mission with Kevin? Like, oh my god, why did they say that? Well, until next time, goodbye. Goodbye, everyone. 
Hells yeah. Oh my god. That...